This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney Orlando resort, hotel, or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Vahidi Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 102 for the week of October 4th, 2015. Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Sean! Nope, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) I call dibs on fairest. Sorry. (laughs) Welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. On this week's show, it's all about me. (laughs) As we talk about my... So it's like every other episode (laughs) of our entire... So were the other 101 episodes. (laughs) Good news, folks. We're doing the same thing for the second 100 episodes of our career. (laughs) And you thought we were going to do something different. (laughs) Shame on you, people. Yeah, we're going to talk about my most recent trip report from my trip, uh, I guess, a week or two ago, whenever it was. Before we get started, a couple things. First, I just wanted to um, throw out a a big, huge congratulations to a huge, huge fan of the show and someone who's been on the the show before and someone who's going to be on the show again in the future, um, Jordan Duncan. He got just got engaged in in Walt Disney World, so I just want to say congrats to him and to his uh, lovely fiancée. Yes, you know, we want to say congratulations. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, try sorry, to take we, all yeah. the credit. It's all Don't about me this week. Our it's congratulations. about me. Come on, guys. Alan and Keith don't care, but I want to tell you congratulations. <laughs> you jerk. Wow. That congratulations, Jordan. episodes really turns you in. <laughs> yeah, uh, congratulations uh, from all of us here at Enchanted Equally. Talk, but especially Alan and myself. Keith. Yes. Yeah, congratulations. I, I wish you the best of luck um, through all thick and thin and all the Disney trips that you have planned in the future. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a fun ride for you guys. So just enjoy it and take your time and soak it all in. So um, congrats again. Uh, next, I also wanted to say uh, this week, the show airs the week of October 4th. Keith and I will be at New York Comic Con. Um, I think is it the eighth, Keith, or the ninth, the eighth uh, through the the eleventh, or something um, like that. Yeah, it's the um, eighth through the eleventh. Eighth through the eleventh. Okay, so we're not going to be there on Sunday, but Thursday, Friday, and Saturday we will be there. So if you are going to be at New York Comic Con, try to find us, tweet us, or whatever, and we will give you some prizes that we have. You're not going to know what it is yeah. until you meet us. We're not going to tell you, but we have some giveaways to give out. We have uh, some uh, cool stuff. We're uh, hoping to get some stuff for a couple of prize packages for afterwards and stuff, and I'll be um, periscoping quite a bit, so look us up on that, and uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. Yes, it will be. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good seeing you again. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. Too yep. long, actually. Yep. Before, uh, you know, that, that's pretty much it for any kind of major news things happening here. But um, I'm going to throw it over to Alan to take over for something a little bit different with a trip report this week. Alan, um, the floor is yours. Woo! So now it's all about me, sucker. <laughs> uh, like uh, like Sean said, this is kind of gonna kind of be all about him this week. Uh, he did just get back from Walt Disney World. You were there for what seven days? Is that right? Uh, only five days. Only five, five, five days. Five okay, days. so you were there for five only. It's still better than where Keith and I were. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, but you're we going there. down soon, so don't worry about it. That's true. Uh, so you're there for five days and just got back. So we're going to do a trip report, but you know, everybody does trip reports, um, you know, so we're going to kind of do it a little bit differently. Um, we're going to call this uh, Fast Pass, Just Fast Standby Trip Edition. Uh, so what we're going to do is, uh, you know, talk to Sean about some of the things that he really, really loved about his trip. And, and it doesn't have to be, you know, anything in particular it could be attractions or food or, you know, great cast members, anything like that. So that's going to be his Fast Pass. Um, for standby, those are going to be the things that, you know, weren't great. They didn't ruin his trip by any means, but they were, you know, kind of maybe something was just not quite the way he was hoping it would be. And then obviously, uh, just pass is things that were borderline almost ruined his trip and just really terrible and not up to, uh, the expectations that, that we all have, uh, from, from Disney. So that's kind of how the, uh, fast pass just pass standby trip edition works uh, so having said that let's get started on it and uh, i personally i kind of feel like you know what let's start the show on the let's start with the bad stuff so we can end the show on a good note how about that everybody okay Aww. with that yeah that works for me that's right, different so, yeah. yeah a little different i don't want to end the show on a downer and then all of our listeners are like wow those guys <laughs> are kind of killing the mood uh, so let's that's start our- with you. <laughs> That's all the Our other tiki hut is half full. <laughs> yeah. So let's start with the uh, uh, the just pass version. So some things that just were really not up to expectations. Uh, well, first of all, let me just um, say that it was a little bit different sort of trip. We had eight people with us, but um, so when you once you have you, once you start leaving your immediate family, it gets a little bit harder with. Uh, different personalities, different food choices and whatnot, but that wasn't a huge problem. Uh, it's just it's just the pacing of everybody. You know, one person has to go to the bathroom now and then 20 minutes later another person has to go. So, you know, <laughs> that's one thing like if you're ever going with a, a big group of people, you just have to um, be aware and you're going to have to adjust, you know, your your schedule for things like that. So, things tend to take a little bit longer to get to. So, um that's just something to be conscious of. But, um, you know, one of the things that I, I'm disappointed at on this trip is that we only went to two parks, which was Epcot and Magic Kingdom. We didn't make it over to the studios and we didn't make it over to um, Animal Kingdom, which we really didn't have the time to do it because we we're working within some of the limitations that we had with other people in their passes because they only had three day pass park passes. Actually, one of them only had a two day park hopper and then a one day uh, regular so, you know, they were only able to go to the parks for the three days. So it made it a little bit harder to do things. So we had to limit what we did. So that's that was a little bit, a little hard to adjust. We would have liked to have gone to some of the other parks, but still, um, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing that we just went to the two parks. But you know, it is what it is. So one of the bad things that you know frustrated me. I, I talk about how I do enjoy Old Key West. 
I think it's a great resort. Um, you know, you can go there, you can relax and, and get away from it all. But the biggest downside to that resort is the buses. And there were times where I waited 25, 30 minutes for a bus and it takes from where we were staying inside the resort to the park by 9 a.m. And you're out there at like 8.25 and the bus doesn't come till 9. And then, you know, 10 minutes before you get out of the resort, another 15 minutes before you're the Magic Kingdom. And then you have the bag check and all that. And, you know, that ends up taking a while. So, um, you know, that's one of the downers that, I noticed that staying at Old Key West was the the transportation. I do remember that resort, not as I stayed there, but there was one evening after uh, like a drunken day at Epcot that we kind of, we hopped on the wrong bus. Um, (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) How did you do that? (laughs) That's not good. I, I... I don't even know how you did that. <laughs> Who knows? But but uh, <laughs> the short story um, is that we like ended up there, and uh, it did. Uh, it took forever to get uh, like a bus back to get it to the proper uh, resort. I thought about just at one point just uh, paying for a taxi, but <laughs> but uh, so yeah. I mean, I do understand that the buses do. Um, it's a bunch of stops at that resort. It's just like, uh, I've not stayed there. It's just like Saratoga. There's just, there's a bunch of bus stops inside the resort. And, and plus it's, it's, it's just really spread out, right? Just like Saratoga is. So I can understand the frustration, but, but I mean, just to, to paint it with a positive spin. I mean, you kind of know that if you're staying at a resort like that, so you, you know, you try to plan into that. I'm sure you did, but it's tough when you got a large group to always make sure everybody's out there at eight o'clock so that you can get there by nine like that's that's hard enough to do when it's you know just your you know your nuclear family your your spouse and your kids when you start throwing in grandparents and aunts and uncles and friends and whoever else was was involved it makes it even harder yeah it it certainly does it's you know but that's the thing about staying on property unless you're getting a rental car you know that's that's things you have to deal with yeah it's pretty normal i mean all the resorts have good days and bad days with the bus stops you know well, yep. that's I think that's just part of it. And and I guess if you think, you know, if you look at public transportation around the world, the Disney bus system is really not that bad no, compared it's not. to trying to catch a bus in New York City or, uh, you know, Chicago or something. Right. So uh, one of the worst things that, you know, I want to bring up is, you know, it's um, character dining, especially for breakfast. This is one of the biggest it's a big complaint for me just because the amount of money that you spend at a character breakfast is absolutely ridiculous. So we stay, we went to, um, for my daughter's birthday, she was turning two. we celebrated my son's birthday as well. Um, he was, you know, he was turning, uh, five, like six, like a week later. So we decided to do both their birthdays on the same day, which was nice. You know, it was something nice to do. Um, so we went to Cape May cafe over at the beach club and, while I do enjoy going to the beach club, seeing the resort and eating there, um, you know, it's not too crowded. You know, the characters come by pretty, pretty quickly for the most part. But I got to say, the cost of it is just astronomical. It came to like 35 bucks a person with tip for breakfast. I, I, that's just it's just out of hand. I know I know you're getting time to spend with the characters, but. You know, what are you getting in a minute with them, two minutes with them? I mean, yeah. is it really worth that that upcharge? You know, you can just go to the parks and see them and get the same experience. Granted, they come to your table, but still, you know, 
for the amount of for what you're getting, you know, you're getting scrambled eggs, uh, crepes, um, sausage, bacon, your typical breakfast fare. Nothing, you know, astronomical. Nothing, you know, beyond you know your your staples there. And you're paying such a fortune for it. I just I just don't see the value in it anymore. I just my wife and I were talking about it. I just don't see it. It's just it's just too expensive for us. It really is. Well, especially now that you can fast pass the meat and greets at the parks, and I don't see spending, especially for breakfast. Now, I can see it, you know, if your goal is to get into a park or something before rope drop to get, you know, off the pictures of Main Street and stuff like that, um, then it's kind of worth it. But for, you know... Like a minute with the characters and the photos are basically just like you in your chair. That's with a character kind of, you know, if I hunched over you. I can't see um, spending that for like a mediocre breakfast at best. Yeah, I mean, I've long said that the, the buffets at Disney are, are overpriced. Regardless, breakfast, dinner, I mean, they're all overpriced. Uh, some, are bo- some are worse than others, um, but it's not the most cost-effective it's not the most cost-effective way to eat down there unless you really can just pile it in. And, exactly. and I mean, so that's buffets in general, right? right? Um, I don't usually pile it in when I'm at Disney because I want snacks. I mean, I do overall, but not at a meal because there's snacks I want. I want to go get some popcorn, and I want a churro, and I want a cronut, and I want a jalapeno pretzel, and I want to eat like a pig other places, not just at the meal. So, you know, it, it's not the best way to go. And let, But like he said, I mean, it is worth it. I will stand by uh, Crystal Palace for a pre-park opening reservation because walking down Main Street with like you know fifteen to twenty other people is pretty spectacular, uh, and just the, the the pictures you can get of of basically an empty Main Street and you can get the castle with no one in the picture and it's worth that. Uh, not every trip, of course, but you know on occasion it's worth that. So what else? Do you have any other um, just passes that were just really really let downs for you? Yeah, you know, the, there's a couple things. It's um, the one thing I noticed about the cast members was that they weren't ex- too friendly. Some of the ones that I've run into, I don't know if it's because they were coming off well, the just because you ran into them, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Oh wait, is that not what you meant? My yeah, no, no, no. I walked. Personal I walked space, by them and, Sean. Yeah, personal space. But you know, the some of the cast members weren't overly friendly. Um, not that they didn't go out of their way to do anything, but it was just like some of them were just really crabby. <laughs> you know, I understand it's hot, but I don't know what it was. It was just, uh, you know, every once in a while I have a trip where the cast members aren't, aren't the greatest. You know, I had a couple complain that it was, uh, that it, they were really hot and the crowds were, uh, you know, some of the people that they were there in the park that day were, weren't too friendly. And like, that's one of those things where like, I don't think they should really bring up to, a guest in the park. I don't think it's really professional. You know, if I, I'm just walking up and I, I've, I've talked to you for 30 seconds and you bring up how um, some brood people are. I mean, uh, I don't really want to hear that, you know? Yeah, well, it's Did like, I mean, it's like any job. Everybody has bad days. I oh, suppose. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, put that anywhere, buddy. <laughs> are Did we you okay? Pull? Did you fall? Uh, or is everything no, I'm okay. Wasn't okay, good. Oh, I'm okay. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Which one it was? <laughs> I dropped. I dropped a Lego. Oh. <laughs> Are you building Legos while we're recording? Is it no? I just had a couple of them on my desk, and I was just trying to get them to stand up, and they fell down. Oh, 
But uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I was wondering if you pulled out, don't you know that I'm Sean from Enchanted, Enchanted Tiki Talk line? Kind of a big deal. Yeah, I am kind of a big deal. It's my show today. It's my. It's all about me. We've done a hundred episodes. We are a big deal. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you know, hey. No, not. Can't you smile and not be hot as I walk by you? Because you know, don't you know who who, who I am? Smile and be happy. I am at one minute Disney Dream. Dagnabbit! <laughs> That's one in my right. Disney Dream. <laughs> um. You know, the other, the other, th- a couple other things was that, uh, you know, I don't, you know, after being in there, I don't love the the food choices, quick service food choices at the Magic Kingdom for the most part. Um, taking beer, I guess, out of the equation, I'm really picky when it comes to. I, I like to try new things, and and I, I have a my palate likes more exotic flavors to a point, but I'm not like a, a burger and, and steak person and chicken person when I'm. I'm down there. You know, if I'm at Columbia Harbor House, I want a lobster roll. I want a tuna fish sandwich. And, you know, I went over to uh, Pinocchio's Village House and um, got the pizza there. And the flatbread pizza is pretty good for flatbread pizza. But when we were there, it was it was cold. I couldn't believe how, uh, it was like barely cooked when we got it. Um, so I'm a little disappointed with some of the food choices. So I'm actually looking, I'm actually happy that Pecos Bills is going to be changing their menu. I think that's probably, I think that's something that. <laughs> I'm going to be looking forward to, you know, to have just something a little bit different beyond burgers and and hot dogs and all that. And I just want something a little bit more. That's why some of the other parks have better choices in the Magic Kingdom. And I never thought about it. And, you know, I always defended the Magic Kingdom when it came to that in the past. But um, I I, I think they just need to, you know, offer a little bit more. Because I remember Pinocchio's Village House back the first time I ever had a Monte Cristo sandwich. That's the first place I ever had a Monte Cristo sandwich. I wish they would bring, you know, something a little bit different like that back into the parks at Magic Kingdom. I think that it's it's fair for what it is. I mean, obviously there's some, you know, good spots uh, like Casey's and Pecos Bills and a lot like of the um, the more inventive things are more like seasonal. Like I've seen the pot roast mac and cheese and, you know, that, that stuff that looks fantastic, um, except it's, I would like to see some more things, but really, I mean, it's a mid Western kind of a park. I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of what it is. And sure that you have, you know, Adventureland and that you will get, get the Skipper restaurant, right? Um, which will be good. But overall, I mean, I'm not sure if that park was really built for that. You know what I mean? Well, I just have to thank God that at least Sleepy Hollow Treats has got something that's really delicious there in the um, the waffle and the buffalo chicken sandwich, which is... Yeah, that thing is so good. I will stellar. fight you for that. Oh, that is good. <laughs> I will fight someone for that. It's I just so wish good. it was open past 5 o'clock to get that. Yeah, you have to go at lunch. Yeah. But, I mean, you know what? The, you're right. I, I've always said that you know we always go to Pecos Bills because that's... That's just where we'd always go. I like the toppings bar, and and I'm intrigued by the change. We'll see what it, you know. I want to see what it what it looks like when it's done. Uh, and Columbia Harbor House is good, but you're right. I mean, there's just there's far too much uh, burger, fry, chicken finger stuff going on there overall. But I think that's changing. I think they're they're really starting to realize that um, people, a lot of people want some variety in their selection. So I think that's getting better. I think they're I think they're going in the right direction on that. So the last thing in the just pass category, now this is a just pass for me personally. 
as a, as a travel agent, this is something I will recommend if you've never done it before. But the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is now a just pass for me. Actually, I should say I have one more thing after this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is a just pass for me. Um, the event was sold out when I was there. I went the twenty second, I think, of, of September. So it was I think it was only like the third of of them. So it is just it's oversold. It's congested. People were lining up for the parade at like five thirty six at like six o'clock. There were people lining up for the parade. Wow. Um, and the parade was at I think I want to say eight forty five. So um, you know, get that spot, bro. So yeah. th- that's what I I was told that people were lining up at six o'clock. So, but first, I we went to Ohana's before that, right? So I'll talk about Ohana's. Ohana's is is now a just passed now for me. That's off my list of places to try for a while. We're going to take a break from it, just because we were there and we were just rushed out of there. It's really disappointing how like my kids were eating and next thing you know they had our plates gone and they had dessert on the table. The service was subpar, you know, which that that's the the thing with Ohana's either your service is great or your service sucks and we got a sucky service event. I wasn't happy with it at all. So I, I complained to Disney after the fact, um, not while I was there because I didn't want to waste any more time. But I was just disappointed in the the while they came around with food whenever you asked for it, it's just it's just like the stuff that were served on the skewers have just gone downhill. Um, so I don't want to spend that much time. It luckily I had a couple lapu lapus to make up for it, but um, <laughs> Ohana's is a pass for me now. So we left and I got onto the monorail and got off the monorail and there was a line to get into the park, but it was a line just to make the turn left to get into the park from the monorail because they were letting people leave the park. I had to wait on that line. The security line was 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 fine. That was fine. But once I got up to get my ticket and my wristband, I don't it, it, it took me 10 minutes to get my wristband once I got into there. Wow. It was just a uh, a huge backlog of people trying to get through and like I'm pushing the stroller, there's people going left, there's going right, they're pushing on top of me. So by the time I got in there, it was like quarter after seven already almost seven twenty, and that's when i noticed people were lined up for the parade already i'm like you got to be all along main street i'm like really people you're you're already lined up i mean you you're coming here just for the parade what do you i mean what are you doing so then you know we worked our way down main street we started going trick-or-treating in tomorrowland because my son wanted to do trick-or-treating it took us 20 minutes to get through the first line of trick-or-treating I was like, this isn't in Tomorrowland. It just went around and around and around. So we finally persuaded my son to, you know, let's go do some rides before we get back to trick-or-treating. So we did a couple of rides, and the lines for some of the characters were long. We met Goofy, and that was about a 15-minute wait, which was fine. And then we tried to go over to the hub to see the fireworks at, I don't know, I think it was like 10 o'clock or something along those lines. And my God, it, it was just packed. You couldn't get close to it. So we said, forget this. Let's just go. Let's go back into Fantasyland. So we watched the fireworks from Storybook Circus, and that was it. Was great to watch it there because once the the perimeter fireworks went off, you heard everybody ooing and eyeing from where we were standing. And once it ended, people were so excited, clapping their hands and, and everything. So the event is just oversold, and we ended up seeing the parade at uh, eight fifteen, um, and we got a. It, it was just funny. We. We're heading down Main Street looking for a spot, and there was nothing along Main Street. It was just packed until we got down to Tony's. And right in front of Tony's, we just we just stood there, right there, 
right on the curb and we watched the parade. There was nobody there, but there were tons of people towards the back of the park. So to me, it's just an oversold event. If you've never done it before, I think it's something you do. You, you can do again. You could do once, but if you've done it before, I, with the price of it keep going up and up and up and it's, it's selling out almost every single, it's sold out every night. It's sold out up until this point. Um, I just, it's just a just pass for me. We have never done that one, but almost any show or like fireworks show or parades there, it's the the same way. I mean, even if it's a premium ticketed event or not, um, there's no basis to stand unless you're there three hours prior to when it starts. Um, but you're spending 75 bucks for a five hour event. Why are you sitting right. in line for two and a half hours to see a parade? It doesn't. It's a. That's wasting your money. You just might, might as well just give me fifty bucks and and I'll kick you in the ass. You know. I mean, I just don't get it. I just wonder, like, if it's meant for people who are, you know, like at the park all day. It, it sounded like that you went and kind of just went out for dinner and then kind of showed up like later on, and people had been at the park all day, so they kind of, you know. G- g- at the spots, but I'm not sure what their ticket count max is, or you know, I think it's twenty five thousand. What they sell it at, but well, then plus wasn't it like one of the first like the weeks that they did it too? So it's like I think it was the third show, the third event. Yeah, so I mean, you know, like everybody was trying to you know get the videos of the villain show and all of that stuff too. So maybe you know that's why. It was as packed as it was, was just because it's early in the season for it. Right. I don't know. That's part I, of it. it always yeah. sells out early and it always sells out late and in the middle it's hit or miss. And you're right. It's, it sucks if it's sold out because it's, it's the absolute worst it can possibly be during the party because it's sold out. So, you know, it, it's not fun. Um, you know, that, that's, that's completely accurate. If you get lucky, if you can go, uh, on a night that's not sold out, if you can go kind of towards the middle um, of of the event, so not in September and not the last like two weeks of October, if you can hit it in the like first two weeks of October, it's generally a little bit quieter. Um, get there at 4 p.m. when you're allowed to get in and shut it down. At least you have a little bit more time. It's still frustrating, and it uh, it, it it is. You know, I understand where you're coming from. I completely agree. It sucks when it's sold out like that, and right. then you just you feel like you're not getting your money's worth uh, at a, at an event that's sold out. So, so that's pretty much it for just pass for me. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we've spent way too long being hey, negative woo! Neds, too long. Um, <laughs> wow. We we actually still have sort of negative Neds, unless you kind of glooped all those together. I mean, do you have anything for standby that's wasn't terrible, but wasn't great either. Or was that kind of all of that stuff together? Uh, you know, you know, for standby, it was having having pirates close was it was a was a strange thing for me because it, it's like my favorite attraction in Walt Disney World. I didn't even walk by pirates once. I took That's the train. Yeah, I took the train by it. It just it just changes the equation of even Adventureland for me. So. Yeah. I didn't walk by. I, I, you know, we spent a little time in Adventureland, but you know, for me, it's just a huge disappointment having pirates closed because I, because I just love the attraction. It's such a fun attraction. It's a great family attraction to, too. So, um, it's always a bummer when an attraction's closed. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's, and that's unfortunately, it's a, it's a necessary uh, 
part of the equation. You know, Indy was closed when I went to Disneyland, and, and that sucked, and I hated I missed it. But yeah, it's uh, unfortunately it just happens. You know, I was also disappointed. I I um I wasn't able to get together with uh, Ollie. Uh, who was down there at the same time, or just he was in the same park as me? We just with fat everybody having fast pass time scheduled, we just couldn't get together. So that was a disappointment for me as well. I wish we would have gotten together with him, you know, Scott as well. I, I did see him a couple times, so it was actually good seeing him. So that could be a considered a standby, you know, because I don't necessarily need to see him, but you know, he's just there. <laughs> poor Scott, uh, poor Scott. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, for the most part, there, it's more. I'm, I'm, I'm more, you know, I'm more on the positive end and the the negative end. There's not too much in between. I would have a like a photo release policies with Scott, though. He he was kind of paparazziing you. A little bit there. Yeah, he's he's called he's the a creeper. He's the creeper. It's like man, was he like in trees, like taking pictures of Scott and his kids? I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's creeper. Sean and his kids. Yeah, you know who you are. Yes, I, I know who I am. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about some good stuff. Let's get back to you know we're we're generally known for being a positive group of right. uh, tiki birds. So let's let's finish this show on a positive note. Let's talk about your fast passes. What? What blew you away? What was fantastic about the trip? One of the, one of my favorite things that happened to us was we didn't get to we didn't get to do we didn't do fast passes at Epcot just because it was a waste of fast passes for us to basically just use a fast pass on um, Soren. I just didn't want to use one single fast pass for that, and then you know what I can get a fast pass for Nemo. That's pretty much a walk on anyway, um, or you can get a fast pass for Spaceship Earth. Um, so we didn't we didn't end up doing that. So we just did uh, you know the standby line for uh, Soren. Um, so our friends and family went on that while my wife and I walked the kids around and took the kids on Nemo, which was a walk on. Um, so once everybody got out of Soren, my son went on to Soren for the first time. You know, we had to persuade him a little bit, but my wife was able to persuade him to go on because he was a little nervous about it. And he absolutely loved it. You know, it's one of those things, you know, see, taking, taking somebody on that, on that attraction for the first time is so much fun just because they don't know what they're going to experience, especially my son at, at, you know, five years old. He has no idea what it's like. He, he was just amazed, you know, that gigantic screen. To him, it's like going to the movies, a gigantic screen. Um, he loved smelling everything. Um, he loved being in the air, the little bit of breeze hitting him. And, um, you know, he loved, he especially loved when the golf ball came, you know. He laughed so hard with that. He just <laughs> loved the attraction. So, it, for me, seeing my son's face on that was just so much joy. I absolutely love that. So, I, I'm thankful we got to do Soren and he went on it. It's always good, like when it's seasoned park vets that we get to see that at first time experience and kind of like like relive it, you know, like through them. I know that um, coming up in April, we've got some first timers that are going down with our family, and I'm just so <laughs> excited for that aspect of it too. Uh, and the next thing is is staying inside Epcot. I just want to talk about how much I love La Cava and how heavenly their margaritas are. I had the horchata margarita, which I wish I had the recipe in front of me, but um, I believe there's rum chata in that as one of the ingredients. It's it's I think I think they list it more of like a, a dessert margarita, but goddamn man, that thing is so good. I, I I loved it. I had that with the along with the the blood orange, but the horchata is so good. If you've never been down there, um, or if you have been down there, you haven't tried the horchata yet. You've got to give it a try. It's really good. 
I love the blood orange one. And the pineapple. Those are my two favorites. They're all just so good. I mean, you can't go wrong with a, with a drink there. It's so good. It, it makes Sean swear. So that's that's <laughs> good. <laughs> Sorry. It pops out. <laughs> but no, those anything there is good. I mean, I, I don't think that I've had a bad drink there. I mean, just everything is fantastic. Yeah, it, it it's you know it's such a it's such a fun little shop to go into anyway. Um, but it was just funny standing in line waiting for you know to drink to be made, and there was a long line for stuff too. Um, so that was kind of you know it was fun talking to other people about what they're going to drink. So I enjoyed that and recommending things too for first timers. Um, you know the the other thing was um, that you know I missed food and wine by a few days. That that was a disappointment to me, but um, overall Epcot Epcot is such a great park and. It was fun when we were over in um, Germany having lunch. We uh, met a few uh, cast members, and they, th- those cast there was a couple of girl uh, German girls that went out of their way to help my son out coloring and stuff like that. So that was a that was a great thing to see. At least there are some cast. I, I'm not going to say there's a lot of cast members. You know, are go out of their way to have some fun. So um, you know, shout out to them if they're listening. I don't remember their names, but uh, you know. Thank you for entertaining my son for like 10 minutes. That was good. I want to say Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I got to ride it four times, twice at night and and two times during the day. Man, I just really enjoy that attraction. I know a lot of people, it's a, either love it or hate it for the most part for that attraction. And I, I really enjoy it. I know it's short. It could be a little bit more, but it's so much, it's, it's so much fun to be on there. It's, it's, it's not the the most thrilling coaster, but it's just it's just it's just fun. You know, that's it's a fun family coaster. It's fun to bring somebody who doesn't love coasters. You know, it's not going upside down. It's not doing all these twists or anything like that. It's over fairly quickly. It's just such such a blast, and it's so much better at night too. And that's the one. You know, that's the thing that I, I probably enjoy most at night is riding that attraction. Just because the the different views you're getting of the park and a different angle of, of of Fantasyland, so you know that's definitely top on my list of things to do. I still haven't got to ride that attraction yet. Oh, you will, and it's killing me because everything that like I've heard about it is just fantastic. So I I can't wait to to ride it. Hopefully, both daytime and night, so I can kind of get the two aspects of it. But but yeah. That, that's probably the first attraction that I'll, I'll take and run to because I just want to ride it so bad. Yeah. Now the the hub that they they've redone and and they're still working on. I'm gonna say it, man. That that is coming out gorgeous. It looks it's adds so much more character to the park, which is that not that it's needed, but it just adds more charm and character. You know, you you're really falling into the the fantasy aspect of of the magic kingdom in that respect, you know, you walk around, it's not, you don't have to, you, it's easier to, you can finally get around the hub when you're coming from one of the other lands, you know, you can easily walk around one of the, uh, one of the paths, you know, you don't have to worry about going on to main street, you know, in front of the castle anymore. You just take one of the paths. It's just coming along so nicely. The artificial grass is nice. A lot of people I see sitting there, I've seen people sleeping in there, which is funny. Um, there's just so much more room. It's so much, it's, it's more spacious. It's first, I don't know. It seems like it's more colorful too, in a way. Um, even though it's just green, it, it was nice. I wish there were some more water features in there, but overall, 
once that's complete, they're almost done. It just it just changes it just changes everything inside that park, which is you know really much needed. And just the ability to get around is is a big bonus for there. My favorite feature though that I've seen are those turrets. I think they're go- they're beautiful. Those turrets are sweet looking. Yeah, they are. They really are. I, you know, I, at first when I, I saw them, I didn't even notice it. Um, and so I'm like, something looks different. I just can't figure it. I'm like, oh yeah, look at that. It's amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to see it once it's done, and it should be done. I'm, I'm hoping by April. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be by uh, the end of the year. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'd be surprised if they don't have it up before like the real big Christmas rush. Right. Yeah, I'm sure they'd yeah. want to have that ready to, to go. But yeah, it looks amazing. I, I think the pictures look really, really good. I'm, I'm excited to see it whenever I get back down there. Uh, you know, the other thing that I'm really happy about is the the side. Um, path that they open up when there's heavy crowds on Main Street. You know, you can go into the the back side of the buildings. You just don't realize how awesome it is to have that path, just so you can bypass all those crowds. You, you're not fighting to get down Main Street. You know, for the most part, as long as you're at the end or the the beginning, however you look at it, taking that path on the side is such a huge time saver and a safety. F- Especially with pushing the stroller, it's so dangerous. Anything can happen. Taking that path there, oh god, I'm so I'm just so happy that they use it. You know, pretty much every night. They should have made it like just a stroller path, <laughs> just yeah. like open it up like just four strollers. That that would have been awesome. Well, anything to help ease the the congestion at exit time. I mean, even you know, I I don't make a habit of going during busy times of year. You know, a lot of March trips and early December trips, or, or not March, I'm sorry, October and early December trips. Uh, but even on a slow time of year, when there's that mass exodus, yeah, you know, it's still kind of tough to get out of the, uh, especially Magic Kingdom. I mean, all the parks have it to an extent, but Magic Kingdoms is the worst. And I, I don't, I don't know if that's, I don't really know why. I mean, I guess because probably there's more people in those parks than there are the other ones. But you know, I mean, when Epcot, when Illuminations ends, Epcot. The bum rush to the door is bad, but I don't think it's as bad. It's a lot wider walkway, I think, so that helps some. Uh, you know, Main Street's pretty narrow, and you got people stopping to take pictures, and they, you know, they decide at the last minute they want to cut into a store and anything to, to ease that congestion is definitely right. good in my book. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Over- go ahead. Oh. No, um, I try to hang out until the park is pretty much emptied out before I even attempt to walk up front just um, because it's so much easier it's later but it's so much easier to just to like hang out like at the back of the park for a while and slowly just kind of like pace your way to the front yeah i agree with that it's it's i i mean i love it all the time you know leaving the magic kingdom at night is so much harder for me than leaving it during the day just because i love walking around there at night it's it's so relaxing at night uh, and you know it tends to be sort of kind of less crowded the later you stay. So um, it just I just feel at home. Like like it's like one of those places. Like when I'm there at nighttime, that's all I want. That's all I want to do is just take my time coming out of there and just listening to the music, um, enjoying the the light level of everything around you. The atmosphere is just top notch. It just can't be beat. Anything else that was a highlight for you, Sean? You know, just just enjoying some of the other attractions, like the t- going on to the TTA was, you know, a lot of fun doing it that night during the day. 
I really enjoy, you know, that aspect of it. And, you know, I always say, like, the TTA is definitely one of my top five rides at the Magic Kingdom just because it's it's just relaxing. You could take soak everything in, and my kids enjoy looking at everything. And it's a great spot for people watching, too. So that's another thing I like to do is, is just look at everybody. So, um, you know, that that's fun. And I enjoy, you know, like my snacks, which I brought up before, which was the, the buffalo, spicy buffalo sandwich that's good as well um so good it is good now the citrus mm. roll i love the yeah. citrus roll once again i didn't have a dole whip um but you know the citrus roll it's i okay. did have and that made up for it so citrus roll is better than a dole whip anyway yeah and it then, never makes up for a dole whip you cannot yes, make up for a dole whip you just cannot <laughs> it's impossible and and then the other snack i tried for the first time was the um over in Tomorrowland at the right underneath the the TTA, I forget what it's called the uh, the whatever the snack station or something like that. What it's called, I forget what it's called. I had the um, the was it the the cream cheese pretzel, the sweet cream cheese pretzel. Have you guys had that? No, because I always get that no, one yeah. cheddar. Yeah, uh, I the, do too. The sweet <laughs> cream cheese one is so good. The sweet cream cheese one is good though too. I'll give it a try. Oh, I've been man. thinking about trying it, but every time I get up there and I'm like, I'm going to get the cream cheese. Nope, I'll take jalapeno cheddar. Yeah. But the jalapeno cheddar <laughs> wasn't the there. Same thing. No, I don't think they have it at that one, but oh, they okay. sell it at the other uh, like pretzel stations around gotcha. property. But and, it is uh, pretty good. Can, I enjoyed that yeah. a lot. Maybe I'll try that at Magic Kingdom then if you can't get the jalapeno. That's the only way I won't get the jalapeno cheddar is if I get up there and don't have the option to get it. Right. But I mean, cool. no, it's, it's, a, it's a typical trip. You know, there's just, there's just some... You know things that really stand out, and other things that you know just just don't. That's just normal things that happen at the Magic Kingdom. Um, well, ultimately, at the end of the day, every Disney trip is a just pass as far as this game's concerned. I mean, it's always fun. Right. Yeah, it's not perfect. There's there's always issues. You know, you, the the cast members are humans. They have bad days. Hello, humans. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, there there's always going to be things that aren't perfect, but. It, at the end of the trip, you know, you go home, you look back on it, you go, you know what, I had a good time. I enjoyed it for the most part. Right. I'm going back. It's worth it. It's and that's you know, going to Disney is a is a fast pass no matter what. Right. Well, I think that's going to do it. Um, you know, that was fun. It, it, kind of a different way to do a trip report, which is always nice. Trip reports can be, you know, sometimes a little drab. So hopefully that livened it up a little bit. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this week. Anybody got anything else? Nope. I wish I was there. Well, always. <laughs> yeah, next time, Keith. Yeah, it's always All the right. next time. Always next time. Maybe you get to go next time. See you in September. Okay, we're going to stop that so that we can <laughs> thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium <laughs> stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Kingdom Strollers does not endorse Sean singing. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment in the notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Check out our store at Redbubble.com. And follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show... 
please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me, the man, at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Daily. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram and far away from Sean singing. Uh, I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week and thanks for putting up with Sean singing. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. And please come back for episode 103. <laughs> we'll make sure Sean doesn't sing. Hi ho. Yeah. Hi ho. It's off to 103 we go. No, oh, it's terrible. Hi ho. No. Man. No. Cut it that just out. keeps getting better. <laughs> Could carry a tune in a bucket, man. <laughs>